It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. shooting this part first it's because I wanted to challenge myself to actually do a podcast while I was a bit tipsy and I think I got a little bit too tipsy so I tend to be a little bit overexcited in this podcast I think everything's awesome and exciting all the time hopefully it doesn't detour from it hope you enjoy it well hello and welcome it is another pat podcast thank you for joining us today I'm very happy to have you here today is very interesting I took the day off so instead of recording this at the wee hours of the of the night I'm recording this at uh, 2.40 p.m. in the middle of the day, which is weird to me, so I have to equalize it somehow. Recently, I just went to uh, Phoenix, Arizona. I went with my brother, Johnny, as I'm sure you guys are aware of, from 9 a.m.s and the Jackass Express podcast. As you know, Johnny is the type of person who basically says no to everything. And uh, it's not a bad thing, necessarily. He has a very realistic standpoint on how things can be done. People come up with ideas, and he's like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? But he's not cynical, so you always take his word for it and think, wait a minute. What is it about this that he's worried about? What is it that about this project that he's like, wait a minute, there's something to that that I should be aware of? And uh, that's one of the reasons why he's actually one of our, um, who I consider one to be the top three of the whole Jackass Express podcast, um, helps me decide what projects are going to probably work, which ones are going to succeed, and gives me a overall definition of how that's going to happen. Hold on one second. So I'd like to begin this with talking about how our trip went. I'm going to be putting out a vlog very soon about this. I put on a vlog in a long time. You know, there wasn't really anything interesting going on with the vlog. It, it's supposed to kind of like represent what it is we do in a normal time zone or what we do in, you know, our downtime that makes life interesting. If there's nothing really going on that week, I'm probably going to put out a 9 a.m. If there's something interesting going on that week, I'm probably going to put out a vlog or a Pat's, uh, what do they call it, the JE report. It's a JE report, but it's essentially it's a vlog, right? So, uh, I'm getting more text messages. Um, we are going to release a vlog, or I'm going to release a vlog that basically shows our entire trip through um, Arizona and our trip to go see uh, Newfound Glory in Arizona. It was awesome. It was super awesome. It was in the Crescent Ballroom. It met a lot of really super nice people. But the Uber drivers were amazing. Everybody was super nice. Um, you can tell that they were really excited to have people in their city. You can tell they're extremely proud of their city. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's inspiring to be honest with you because you get to meet people who um, you know who live in a different city than you and experience the culture in a very different way than you. 
And if you listen to the podcast, you listen to the Pat podcast, um, I'm a very – I'm a sucker for culture. I love how people celebrate their own different unique uniqueness because to me, life is boring. And if you go through life just doing what you do but nothing else because it's comfortable, then you miss out on half a life and it becomes extremely boring and uncomfortable. And something about airplanes that always bugged me. I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody who's listening to this, but you ever gone on an airplane – where it's not that booked, there's a lot of empty space. So you go to the back. You go as far to the back as you can. And you sit in an area where there's no one. No one. You're going to have the space to yourself. You could lie down in the seat if you wanted to. You could take a nap in the blood. But then somebody comes and they sit right in front of you. Always do that. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's just me, if that's anybody else out there. But they always seem to do that. They, uh, I mean, the whole plane will abort it. And we would have been the last ones, which if, you know, if you've ever been on a plane flight, you rarely want to be the last ones because then you get to be the, the person who chooses their seat the last, right? But I went to the very end, and um, sure enough, people who had sat in the front were like, hey, I noticed that the plane is actually um, there. Um, there's no lost place in the back. So they started heading towards the back like we did, which is fine. But then they sit right in front of us. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? It makes no sense whatsoever. So why is that an issue? Because if you want to stick your legs out underneath the seat, there's someone there now. There wasn't before. There's plenty of places where that wouldn't have happened, but it happens now. So why is it happening now? Most likely because they... I don't want to sound like a douche. I don't want to sound like a bad person here. I don't want to sound like somebody who thinks that they know everything. But at the same time, it's it's very hard to not think this way when someone sits right in front of you. <sighs> I think people are attracted to motion. That's a that's a theory that I've come up with by myself. I'm sure there's probably something out there that proves it or disproves it very easily, and I don't know. But as a human being, you see motion. And unless you're truly f- engaged in what's happening, you're going to be attracted towards that motion. It's kind of like when... You ever heard of rubbernecking? It's when you're driving. Somebody got pulled over on the side of the road. Somebody got in a car accident. So you slow down inadvertently, subconsciously, so you can see exactly what happened. And usually, it's just like a little fender bender. I think I pulled over for a speeding ticket, which all of us have at one point or another. It, it, it just slows down traffic because now everybody's bottlenecking at the area that that happens, right? So... It creates this this awkwardness, this weird confusion of like, really, you have to slow down to do that. So you're attracted to this this weird thing that's happening. Well, me, I feel like people are always attracted to myself whenever I'm sitting anywhere. And I don't know if it's because I come across as unintimidating or I become across as maybe um, super nice, which I hope I do. I mean, I guess in some cases, but I, I usually try to go on a plane and I try to think, I hope I'm not coming across as polite and accommodating because I really don't want anybody sitting next to me. It's a, it's a, it's a, what is it called? Insecurity issue. It's an insecurity issue where you kind of, you're embarrassed by how you might react in front of those people. So you choose not to sit in front of or next to anybody on purpose so that you don't run the risk of having to expose yourself in front of these other people. But then they sit next to you and you have no, but no choice to do that. We uh, we manage that. We get to uh, Phoenix. We land, go through the airport. Everything's fine. 
And then we experience our first ever experience with an Uber. I have never taken an Uber in my entire life. It's great. It's wonderful. It's funny that they call it an Uber because it's not really a company hired by employees. It's just like people who say, I'll do what you tell me to do as long as you pay me. And that's a great business model, if you ask me. And um, the first person we get to in uh, – you'll see it on the on the vlog. Hopefully I can put a little bit of that in there. I don't want to – you know, I don't know what I can put on the vlog or not. I just, I think it's okay. And we go to the uh, <clears throat> rideshare area. And sure enough, a gentleman picks us up. And we get into the car, me and my brother. And we're ready to go. And all of a sudden, where is it you guys are going? Tell me. What, what, what place does it I'm taking you? Oh, to the Holiday Inn Express. Okay, I can take you there. Like, oh, my God, this guy's from Russia. And we're like, oh, shoot. Okay. Well, let's talk to him because okay, gotta behave, gotta gotta be on the best behavior here. Okay, I take I take you to I take you to hotel. You go to hotel? Yes. Okay. Do you have any paraphernalia? And it was one of those weird situations where you're not sure how to react. To be honest with you, it, it was an enlightening experience. I mean, it was uh, my brother is a very conversational person, Johnny. So Johnny's talking to this guy, and he's having a great conversation with him. You know, when did you start driving for Uber? When did you start uh, doing this sort of stuff? When did you, what did you think is a good idea to pay well? And the guy's very generous with information. He drove from New York to Phoenix, and um, super nice guy. I mean, town Lincoln car. I mean, he he knew what he was doing. He was on top of things. He I mean, he was awesome. It was flat out awesome. It, it, he he was a nice guy, and I never had a better. I mean, that was one of the better uh, experiences of riding with someone that I didn't know. So then uh, we go to uh, we get to the hotel, get in there. Uh, we got there a little bit early. Uh, we got there too early, in a matter of fact, because they don't check you until 3. But if you pay a little bit extra and you ask, I think uh, they'll let you in around 9 o'clock. Well, we got there, you know, about 8.30 because we were trying to get there super early. We go to the, ho the front desk and they're like, yeah, you know, they'll have your room ready, but not until uh, 10 o'clock. So please come back and check us at 10 o'clock. So me and John decided to go walk around Phoenix downtown, passed through ASU, went through their little area. There was a ton of construction. It was like, oh, man, we missed the full experience, but that's okay. Uh, we decided to walk to where the concert venue was that we were heading to and uh, got a little bit lost. But then we, you know, we, of course, corrected very quickly. We're fine. And then we uh, went to a Circle K, where there was, there was a, now poor homeless guy, man. He's, and uh, we go in the store, we buy some Gatorade and some waters in anticipation of our trips, of our events that night, right? Uh, head back to the hotel. And we're very lucky that we got back to the hotel because we didn't know where the frick we were. Well, we went down, Phil, we went down the street, Fillmore, and uh, we finally got back to the hotel. We had been, like I said, we were up since 3.45 that morning. So uh, we decided, hey, you know what the best course of action is? Uh, shower, take a nap, and then we'll be ready to go. Because the concert was at, uh, we thought it was at 7, but it was actually a little bit later than that. We got the VIP passes, so we're going to get to meet the band at like 5, which was awesome. Uh, Johnny's snoring like a monster. I'm not, I, I can't get comfortable in those beds. Those, I don't know what it is, but like, at home, you know, you, you find the pillow that's perfect for you, right? The pillow, the perfect pillow, um, to a hotel room, and the beds feel like they've been sunken into, like, sunk into, like your back has to arch in order to even be a part of it, and, it, and it's so uncomfortable, and it's so, like, it feels gross in a weird way, 
And you get the you get the uh, pillows. You know how pillows are usually really sturdy, but they're soft. You know, and they feel good. This one felt like somebody went inside the pillow and like tore apart all the stuffing, stuffed it back in. It was like if you wanted support for your neck, it wasn't going to happen. Absolutely awful. So I, I tried my best to sleep during that time. It didn't really happen. I always had to get up, take a shower, and then went back to my side of the room. The room was dark. Oh, I should also mention that the place that they put us, it was on the first floor. So right outside our room, there was people mowing the lawn. Like, I guess the uh, the help staff or whatever, they were they were mowing the, the lawn or whatever. And we were getting that grass just blowing in our face. And I'm, I'm super allergic to the... To, um, a certain type of grass, so I was sneezing like a lunatic, and uh, I, I probably contributed to the fact that I wasn't able to go to sleep. But, uh, we get up, a little cup of coffee before we went, and we call another Uber, this time by a lady named uh, Trisha or something like that. She was super nice. And then we get in that car, and then we drive all the way to the area, the Crescent Ballroom in Phoenix, and we were waiting for to get inside to the VIP to meet the band, and the band we're meeting is Newfound Glory. Super awesome. Uh, they're they're an amazing band. They're great performers. Uh, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, and then they tell us, "Hey, you guys are on the wrong line." So we're like, "Oh shoot, okay, we're on the wrong line." So we go to the other line, and then they then we're like, "Wait a minute, why is that? Why is that line looking like you know? They're why are they getting wristbands and we're not?" And so we went, <coughs> we talked to the person, like, "Were you VIPs?" And we're like, "Yes, we paid for the VIP ticket." Oh, you need to be in this line. So oh, we had to go to the other line. So we went to the other line, and then they're like, okay. But the, the problem was that we had already had to move back a couple of people before. And then we were waiting to get in line. And so finally we get inside, and we see that we're going to wait to talk to the guys. And the whole time we were in line, me and, me and my brother Johnny are talking about, hey, uh, what, do we, what do we say to these guys? I mean, because my brother's a huge fan. I'm a good fan of theirs. I like their music. But I'm not as big a fan as him. I'm a Green Day guy. So I like I love Green Day. So I would be like, if I saw Green Day, I'd be like, Arr! but it, for him, it, it this is his, Arr! you know. And uh, I was just telling him, well, if it was Green Day, I'd say this, this, or whatever. But sure enough, it, it gets to the point where they're like, you know, my brother tells him, hey, you guys are awesome. I love your music. It's great, and whatever. And I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm excited for the show. I, did, I didn't know what to tell them. I probably such a loser i should have said i should have said something better than that because new heaven glory is a great band they're amazing but uh i didn't know what to tell them and then uh well they make you reline up because they sign your poster they get a poster and you, they sign it and then you go back into a line and then you go back through and then you take a picture with them and because it was me and my brother we each get one photo so it's like okay let's take one serious photo and let's take one silly photo and we didn't know what to do with the silly photo. So I said to my brother, I said, hey, what if we just say, what if you guys are excited to see us as opposed to us being excited to see you? How about you're excited to see us? But Johnny's like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to do that. Look, I get it. You're excited to see them. Let me, let me ask them. So I asked him, I said, hey, what if you guys um, pretend like you're excited to see us? And they're like, whatever. And they see us, and they took the picture. And sure enough, everybody's laughing in the line. They thought it was great. And I was just like, oh, God, we're a bunch of jackasses. But I was like, thank you guys very much. I shook one of the guy's hands. I'm like, which one are you again? And it turned out that was a lead singer. What? I mean, what are the odds? Super nice guys. Super awesome time. 
Anyway, so we go back outside. We wait for like another two hours. We come back inside. We go to where there's a bench. Because I honestly did not want to sit in the pit. The pit, mosh pitting. No, 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 no. Too much. And uh, <clears throat> we get to the uh, we get to enjoy the concert. And they go through 26 songs. Super exciting. Super awesome. I was having a great time. My brother, you could tell, he was just like, wow, this is amazing. But for me personally, I was like, oh, God, okay, here's these guys are good. But, man, they're playing a lot of songs. And I come to find out that they're playing through the entire album, their entire latest album, and that explains it. You know what I mean? They're trying to get to their latest album. Anyway, concert ended. Uh, Johnny bought me a T-shirt, which I'm super appreciative for. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, we went to this place nearby called Seamus Irish Pub. So we've gone to Seamus. Wonderful little uh, waitress. Her name was Kim. Constantly asking us, are you guys okay? Do you need anything? 11 o'clock at night. She didn't have to be that perky. She didn't have to be that cheery. She was super accommodating. Had the greatest, what they called, uh, oh, patty melt ever. Johnny had some, like, corn hash, sort of corned beef thing. Thought it was great. I I'm not a fan of Guinness. I am not a fan of Guinness beer. I'm sorry to say that. I am not a fan of Guinness beer. I love the Irish culture. But I am not a fan of bottled Guinness beer. But on draft, Guinness is a totally different animal. It is delicious. It goes down smooth. And it is It's like this, I don't know how to say it, like a woodsy, chocolatey sort of thing. And it tastes so amazing. So I, I told my brother we were having... We were having so you're gonna get another one? He goes, Yeah, I'm gonna have one more. And I go, Oh, come on, man, we're out. Let's let's have two more. And he's like, No, Pat, I can only do one more. I'm like, Okay, well, I'm gonna have two more. I don't care what the freak. He goes, Yeah, go for it, sure. So I get to the end of my first one, and I realize, Oh shit, this is a little, that's a little bit much is more than I thought I could handle. I don't think I can handle the rest. I think I'll have one more, miss. And he just, he was making fun of me the rest of the night. It's interesting how different Guinness is on draft. So then the next day, you know, of course, we, 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 go, to, we go back to the hotel room. We're watching Bloody Bar Wars or whatever's on there. Some person. And we go to sleep. And we wake up. And then we go to the airport. And then we wait. And 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 we wait. And, we wait. and I had an interesting experience. Um. Whether or not this was a true thing, and I, I don't like to judge people. I really don't. Like, truly, I don't like to judge people. I have a hard time not giving people the benefit of the doubt, not because I'm a, I'm a nice person necessarily, but because it invites conflict. It invites this uncomfortable air. But someone came up next to me, John, and they sat right next to me. They start talking about how, oh, yeah, we invested uh, $150,000 into Bitcoin. And uh, we made a good 1.5 off of that. And I'm like, that's great. Well, how about, uh, you know, we, we, we. And then they go on to say, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday? Oh, that's wonderful. Hey, but you know what? I lost my wallet at the thing. Or rather, they lost their wallet? Oh, man, that means I'm going to have to send them money. And I'm like, this person's being a little bit loud for having to discuss something that private. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I guess that means I'm going to have to send them some money. But I don't have the means to do that. 
I'm like, you have $1.5 million, at least that's what you said, but yet you can't do it. Also, you have $1.5 million, yet you're writing in coach? An economy? Something didn't feel right. So I tell Johnny, Johnny, uh, hey, I think our flight's boarding a little bit early. Because I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I can't help but feel like sometimes people who do that, after they finish their whole story on their phone, they're going to turn to you and be like, hey, could you help me out? A little bit of assistance. I have a million dollars. I'd be more than happy to uh, accommodate you for your time. And the benefit is that they you already heard them talking about how they have all this money, right? No, 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 no. Let's just go away. Let's, 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 let's get up and out of here. And I can't help but feel like there was a feeling of disappointment in this person when we got up and we left and we went to another side of the airport. But I'm sorry, but it felt like a scam. Even if it wasn't, good for her. If she, had a, if she really had $1.5 million, good for her. But for me, it was like, no, I'm not going to take that chance. No, we're not going to do that. So then we get on the plane, fly to El Paso, no problems. Everything was great, except for the weird disco lights on the plane. And we bought tickets so that they would have Wi-Fi on the planes in both ways. Neither of them had Wi-Fi, so thanks for that, Southwest. Overall, it was good. I can't complain. Had a decent experience, had a great concert. Got to hang out with my brother. We went to this really great cafe while we were in Phoenix. I forgot to talk about that, but uh, had a uh, great a chicken sandwich and uh, this holiday beer apparently they had over there. It was great. Wow. You know, it's how quick the time flies like that. So, hey, I just want to thank you again for watching this, the Pad Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please go to our Facebook page, jackassexpress.com. Or, I mean, that's our – if you go to jackassexpress.com, it's take you to our blog. But really, I mean, it's it's linked together. Our Facebook account is facebook.com slash jackassexpress. Or just look it up on Facebook, jackassexpresspodcast. Uh, Twitter account, also we have that by the same name. Me personally, uh, my Twitter handle is Celticorn. So if you have any questions you would like me to have answered here, please uh, send me those, and I will be more than happy to answer them. So thank you again. Hope you had a great time. We will talk to you next time. Farewell. Farewell. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.